Welcome to the Kids Health Info Podcast. I'm Dr Anthea Rhodes, paediatrician here at the Royal Children's Hospital and I'm your host for today. Joining me for a discussion about the flu vaccine is my colleague and co-host Dr Margie Danchin. Good morning, Anthe. From the Royal Children's Hospital Melbourne, this is the Kids Health Info Podcast. Flu is here. It's arrived. We've seen it in the hospital and it's time to start thinking about the flu vaccine. It's been available now for a couple of weeks. So it will be really good to have a chat and talk about some common questions that parents have when it comes to the flu vaccine for kids. Absolutely. It is good to know that the flu vaccine is available for everyone. Um, It's been available since early April. Um, And as you said, it's important to consider who can get the flu vaccine free. So in other words, who is it funded for on the National Immunisation Programme? And that includes children between the ages of six months and five years and for adults over the age of 65 years. And then certain high-risk groups such as pregnant women, people with underlying chronic medical conditions over the age of six months and um, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people over six months. So really important that those people know they can get free flu vaccine. Okay, so when it comes to the flu, a lot of people are actually worried that it might be more severe or more serious this year. We've got, in fact, a comment from um, one of our parents on Facebook, Vanessa, who has said, since Melbourne spent most of the past two winters in lockdown and we haven't really been exposed to the flu, will it hit harder than ever this year? Yeah, absolutely. And it's important that people really understand that, in fact, we are at greater risk from flu infection this year. And that's because over the last two years of the pandemic, flu almost completely disappeared. It's really, if you look at the lovely sort of graphs and those epidemiological curves, it's like a flat line, particularly last year. So... Our last really big flu season was in 2019 and we are starting to see flu come back now. And that's mostly because obviously the international borders are open um, and also a lot of those social restrictions that we all are familiar with now that we used to control COVID during the pandemic, a lot of those have been relaxed. Um, And as I said, because there's been less flu circulating and we've had lower coverage of the flu vaccine, many people are just much more susceptible to flu and particularly children under the age of two years, many of whom who've never seen the flu virus at all. So we're particularly worried about kids this year um, getting flu and potentially, you know, getting a nasty infection. Um, But really everyone is at risk this year from, from flu. We know many parents worry if their child perhaps has asthma or something that affects their immune system, they might be more worried about the flu. But this is a message for for all parents and in fact adults as well, as you've mentioned. It is important to know um, and just to say up front that children from birth to six months can't receive the vaccine themselves and they rely on their mum uh, getting a vaccine in pregnancy. So when we talk about kids, we're really talking about infants over the age of six months. But that group, six months to five years, kids are at higher risk of flu infection Um, and it's really important. They can, as I said at the start, get the vaccine free. It's now funded on the National Immunisation Program for them. But yes, as you said, um, any individual over the age of six months with some of those chronic underlying medical conditions, cardiac, respiratory 
respiratory conditions such as severe asthma, those people are at higher risk of flu infection. Okay, we talked to some parents about their plans when it comes to the flu vaccine this year and around 50% said they're planning to go ahead and get their child vaccinated for flu and about 50% were unsure and still had some questions or some concerns about the flu vaccine for their kids. First up, a question from Catherine, and this was really common um, concern from lots of people actually. This is about the timing of the flu vaccine alongside the timing of the COVID vaccine. So she specifically says, how closely to the COVID shot can children have their flu shot? This is a really important question because um, children and adults can receive the flu vaccine at the same time as their COVID vaccine. And that's because studies have been done where they've been given separately and together and the side effects when they're given together are no worse. So they can absolutely be given together. And of course, the child or the adult's immune system can definitely respond to both vaccines really well and, and you know create a robust immune response giving the two together doesn't overwhelm the immune system. Fantastic. And what about a situation where perhaps um, your child's already had a booster or their first or second dose of their COVID vaccine, didn't have the flu vaccine at the same time, how long will they have to wait before they go on to get the flu vaccine? They can get the flu vaccine you know, at any time after they've had their COVID vaccine, if they can access the vaccine and they're due the flu vaccine, they can go ahead and get it. Um, I guess that gets a little bit more tricky if the child has actually had COVID infection, which Mm. I think was also another question. Absolutely. Um, And if the child has had COVID infection, we would suggest that the parent wait until the child is completely well before they go and receive their flu vaccine. Just like if they had recovered from COVID, you would wait before giving the child the next dose of a COVID vaccine, whether it's a booster or an additional dose. Okay, fantastic. So go ahead and get it done if your child is well and the sooner the better. Absolutely. And that gets us on to another really important question that a lot of people have asked um, as well, and that's about the timing of the flu vaccine. So we know that the flu vaccine provides coverage for a period of months. The question that we've had from many parents, an example here is from Jessica, is if I get my child vaccinated, say now in in May, will that provide good enough coverage for the whole of the flu season or should I wait? Yeah, this is another really important question and very common. The first thing to know is that normally in a normal flu year, we see flu really starting to circulate in about June and July. And we know that after we have the flu vaccine, it takes about two weeks before we have antibodies ready to fight the infection if we get the flu illness. Mm. So in general, most of the time we recommend that people get vaccinated in May, mid-May, sort of preparing for flu coming in June and July. But this year it's a bit different. We are a bit worried, as I said earlier, about a resurgence of flu, that we don't have as many people with um, immunity in the in the population, particularly kids. So really, I would say to parents listening, Go and get your child the flu vaccine now. We're coming into May. The flu vaccine is available. Go and get your child vaccinated. We're seeing flu um, infections already in the community. We're seeing children coming into hospital with flu. So don't wait. Don't try and time it perfectly to sort of mid or late May. Go ahead and get vaccinated. In terms of how long the protection lasts... 
really we say it's about three to four months you get the, the greatest protection after the flu vaccine dose, although there has been some protection that can sort of go out to eight months. That couple of weeks for it to actually kick in and provide you the protection is really important as well. So it's not immediate. No. Pretty soon, but it does take a couple of weeks before And people that don't always happens. sort of appreciate that it takes, you know, 10 to 14 days to really have those antibodies circulating in your bloodstream, ready to fight the infection if you do unfortunately get flu. And term is back, school is back and kids are mixing, lots of people have been travelling, so absolutely we're anticipating that, that flu is going to be on the rise. And I think it's worth saying that, you know, parents might think, well, where, where do I go? Yeah. So they can go and get the vaccine through their GP but they can also go to pharmacies for children over the age of 10. So that's really nice. And obviously, sometimes there's some, um, you know, local councils as well that offer the vaccine. Fantastic. Okay, so a few different questions now, particularly from people who are really unsure about the flu vaccine. So there's been some myths and misconceptions out there for a long time, and some of them are still held pretty tightly. One of the top ones is that you can catch the flu or perhaps get a mild version of the flu illness from the flu vaccine. So parents are worried about giving it to their child because they don't want that to happen. This is a good one to really knock on the head up front because the flu vaccine is um, a killed vaccine. It's in activated, it's not live. So you can't actually catch flu, the virus, from the vaccine. So that's a really good one to talk about up front. And so perhaps what people might be experiencing if they've had something that they felt might have been a version of the flu was some of the side effects that you can get from the flu vaccine. Yeah, and it's worth also saying that we have a really great um, vaccine safety monitoring system in Australia called Ausvax Safety. And parents can Google that and look online. That system monitors the safety of all vaccines, including flu. So you can look and see what parents are reporting uh, in terms of side effects from the flu vaccine for kids. But in general, they can get a bit of a sore arm. We're all familiar with that achy arm. We are, especially now that we've all had COVID vaccines. (laughs) That's right. One to two days, you can get that really achy arm. So that's probably the most common side effects. But some people can sort of get some general aches and pains. They may have a fever. It's just your or your child's immune system kicking in, responding to the vaccine. And that's why you get some of those side effects. Some people might get, you know, um, a bit of a headache, as I said, some of those muscle aches and pains. Okay, and that leads us into one of the other main concerns that parents have, and that's this idea of overwhelming their child's immune system with too many vaccines. So we've had a lot of vaccines over the last couple of years, and that includes our kids, um, particularly those that are over five and having COVID vaccines now too. Some parents are worried that they just don't want to add another vaccine to their child's immune system and that this might actually weaken their child's system or perhaps affect their body in some negative way. Yeah, and I think, you know, if we look at the National Immunisation Program schedule, we know that we give um, three, sometimes four vaccines at the same time. So parents commonly ask me in immunisation clinic, I'm concerned, will this overwhelm my child's immune system? Can they respond to so many vaccines at the same time? And they absolutely can. In fact, even by giving, say, four vaccines at once, we still only use up a tiny fraction of our immune cells to respond to the vaccine to create those antibodies that fight the infection and are ready to go uh, in the bloodstream. So, you know, I really want to reassure parents listening that you can't overwhelm um, your child's immune system by giving two or more vaccines at once. 
Fantastic. And I think a reminder for us too, given we have been in lockdown, particularly those of us in Victoria for a couple of winters now, we haven't had all that exposure to lots of the things that trigger the immune system and keep them working. And that's what's making us all so vulnerable now to many of the common coughs, colds, infections, gastros and things that are out there because the immune system hasn't been busy doing its job, topping up the tank and having us ready to fight things off. Absolutely. And, you know, we both have four kids um, and, you know, we've had a, a bit of a break over the school holidays and lots of parents are telling me their children are starting to get viruses again as you said you know gastroviruses um, other respiratory viruses and you know people are always so shocked when the COVID test is negative but of course there are lots of other viruses out there and I think you know the clear message today with winter approaching is we know that flu is on the horizon and as I said we're starting to see cases and we just want to get kids protected against the viruses that we can protect them against and of course that is COVID um, for children over five at the moment and flu. One other reason that parents are sometimes hesitant to get the flu vaccine for their kids is because they don't think flu is that serious in children or perhaps believe that children really can't get that sick from the flu. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, and this is a really important thing to sort of address head on because, in fact, flu in children under the age of five is the most common vaccine-preventable illness that they get admitted to hospital with. So that's really important for parents to know. Kids can get really sick with the flu. Um, you know, as I said, with the aches and pains, um, they, they feel unwell. We know what that feels like. They're not drinking as well. But the flu can also cause some nasty neurological complications, inflammation of the brain. Sometimes children do present um, with seizures and other nastier complications and may even need admission to the intensive care unit. So parents need to know flu can be really severe in kids. Thanks so much, Margie. Lots of really practical advice there and tips for parents. And for everyone listening, hopefully that will encourage people to get out there and, as you say, make an appointment with their GP or if their child's a bit older, over 10, have a look at the pharmacist as another option and get that flu vaccine on board as soon as possible to help keep them safe this winter. Absolutely. Thanks, Sam. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please share the information with your family and friends and thanks for listening. Information provided in this podcast is general in nature and is intended to support, not replace, discussions with your doctor or healthcare professional. If you are concerned about your child, please consult your local healthcare professional for further advice.